When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome, my friends. The Monday edition. The Bo Snurries Rush Hour here on WABC. 800-848-WABC is the number to reach us. 800-848-9222. On this day after... The big game, the Super Bowl, of course. I actually had not intended to watch it, but I ended up watching it. Watched the halftime show. Did all of that. Was impressed by both the show. Yeah, it was one of the better Super Bowls, actually, in history, I think, when it go up to, of course, you know, when it overtime, et cetera, et cetera. The controversy rages on. You had, what's her name's uh, uh, boyfriend, uh, pretty much attack and shove the coach. And I wondered what would, what in the world would have happened if during the middle of a Super Bowl, some player had charged over to Tom Landry and started yelling in his ear and pushed him? What would have happened if, some player would have ran over and barged onto John Madden or to uh, to Vince Lombardi. What would have happened? But of course, you know, the Swifts. It's it's a different era, so I guess that doesn't matter. Uh, there's a big controversy about a song, and Republicans. Some of them are acting really stupidly about it, saying things because they're totally ignorant of the song's history. What do they come up with this black national anthem? Come up with it. It's older than you are, you idiot. There's one congressman in particular, I'm not going to name his name, pretty well known, who's on the war path. And some of my friends, people that I admire very much, have made some very disparaging statements about it being used in the Super Bowl. I'm not mad at them. I get that. I get the fact that they do not want to see the NFL any more politicized than it already is. And here we go again with some black stuff in the middle of the Super Bowl. But I would just, I don't know, I find it a little, I find it a little disheartening given the nature of the song itself and the fact that none of these people seem, especially the critics, on the Republican side seem to even take the time to do enough research to understand that the song was written by a black Republican. And it was first performed in honor of a Republican president, Abraham Lincoln, at an Abraham Lincoln event was where it was first performed. And the song is 
If you're going to be offended about a song, there are other songs to be offended about. Now, again, I am not critical of those who say, okay, this shouldn't have been portrayed as the national anthem or the black national anthem inside an NFL game. But it was called the black national anthem long before there was a Super Bowl. The song is much older than the Super Bowl. The song dates back to the early civil rights movement. And again, the author of the song was a black Republican. In those days, that wasn't uncommon either. Most black people in America were, that voted, that had the right to vote, where their voting rights weren't being trampled on by Democrats in the South. Most black people were Republicans. And so I would like you to please indulge me a little bit. By the way, before I do that, let me mention to everybody listening here, you have got to keep the radio right here. You Princess Die fans will love this. Cindy Adams is coming on with John Katsimatidis. David Axelrod has been out saying, oh, Cindy, you got it all wrong. Michelle Obama's not running for president. Michelle Obama. Well, I'm so happy that this is all coming to roost because I have uh, a stake in this. Last year, our very own Princess Di wrote an article which she opined that it would be Michelle Obama. This has been circulating from Princess Di, and she listed the reasons why. Of course, Princess Di and I have a disagreement about this. But lately, Cindy Adams has come up, and she, Cindy Adams pulled out quotes from Michelle Obama saying, yep, she was interested in running. David Axelrod on the warpath. No, she's not. Today, Cindy Adams is going to be on to deliver the receipts with John Katsimatidis. That's after this show, so please keep it here. I'll remind you about that again before we get to it. So, again, I'm going to beg your indulgence for a few minutes, people. I don't usually read poetry, and that's what these lyrics were. This song, Lift Every Voice and Sing, was originally written as a poem. It was put to music by James Weldon Johnson's brother, who was a musician. And if you look into the Weldon family, it is a, a, a rich, and I won't take the time to do that today. It would take too long. This is a this story shows you how achievement, educational achievement, in an era where it was not common, happened. It is a story, this man is a story that every American should be proud of as an American. And this will get to my point. I want to just very quickly go through what this song is about for those of you that don't know the song and not familiar with, with it. Let me also say this. I have an attachment to this song. As a young man in church, this is a song that we sang, all of us. And every time we, there, there were certain songs, you know, you sing them, and they resound inside of you. They have a power of positive energy, and that's what this song was. There is no mistake that this song became a song of hope for millions of black Americans at a time when the Democrat Party was crushing their existence 
and lynching them and not allowing them to participate as full American citizens. So indulge me a moment, please, and let me just read to you some of the lyrics in this song. It begins, lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. Ring with the harmonies of liberty. Are we now against liberty? Is liberty now offensive, ladies and gentlemen? Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies. Let it resound loud as the rolling sea. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun, let us march on to victory is one. What are we talking about here? Victory. The complete America. Where every American citizen is granted the rights that they are endowed with by their creator. The song goes on. Stony, the road we trod, bitter the chastening rod, felt in the days when hope unborn had died. There was, there was a time in this country that people, and yeah, this is black people singing about their experiences, where black people had no hope, felt they had no hope. Yet with a steady beat, have not our weary feet come to the place for which our fathers sighed. We have come over a wave that with tears has been watered. We have come treading our path through the blood of the slaughtered. Out of a gloomy past, till now we stand at last, where the white gleam of our bright star is cast. God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, thou who has brought us thus far on the way, thou who hast by thy might led us into the light, keep us forever in the path we pray, Least our feet stray from the places, O God, where we meet thee. Least our hearts drunk with the wine of the world, we forget thee. Shadowed beneath thy hand, may we forever stand true to our God. True to our native land. Well, I'm going to ask my Republican friends one more time that are so upset with this song. What's wrong with praying to God that you stay in his countenance? What's wrong with thanking God for bringing you through the dark times, bringing you to a place of hope? What is wrong with saying, may we forever stand true to God and to our native land? This is not a song opposed to America. This is a song claiming America as our native land. This is our home. This song is about pride, the pride of being an American through all that we as a people had to go through. And that's why it was called the Black National Anthem. 
This is the song that identified many us black people as Americans. We are Americans. We are proud to be in this nation. This is our native land. We love this country. We have gone through experiences that many of you have not gone through, or nor your families. Yet God has brought us through these experiences, and we are thankful, and we want, and we enjoy harmony, the harmony of liberty. This song is a beautiful song. It expresses the joy of being an American citizen. It expresses the prayers of being delivered from the hell of our birth of, in this country and becoming full citizens of America. It is a song that is a positive, wonderful, uplifting song. And when I hear certain Republicans out here, hey, these people coming up with this business, this, was, this song has an experience that's far richer than your ignorant minds will ever understand. Now, I don't mind that you don't want to hear it at the Super Bowl. Well, hey, that's your right. I'm not, I ain't mad at you for that. You know, I understand. You don't want your Super Bowl tainted. Well, I can say a lot of comments about that, but I won't. But for those of you that are out denigrating the song, you should really maybe consider taking a closer look at the origins of this song and why it is so important to people. I'll take a break. Birthday today. One of our favorites. Michael McDonald. You know him, of course. Doobies, his own career, the work he did with Kenny Loggins, David Cassidy, Van Halen, Patti LaBelle, Aretha Franklin, Toto. That's also Michael McDonald singing on that four-time Grammy award-winning album from Christopher Cross. Happy birthday to Michael McDonald, one of our favorites. Remember, Cindy Adams coming up with John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby today. Get to the bottom of this Michelle Obama business. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, with you here on WABC. Keep it right here.
why it's earning an essence. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. That's not it. Okay, give me a sec. Yeah, it's on the Rhythm Deep album. It's called Take My Heart, Omar Hakeem. Yeah. WABC Talk Radio 77, James Golden, Bo Snurdly with you here. Are you sure this isn't it? Uh, I would know. I wrote it. I'm positive. I'll find it. I'll send you a file. Anyway, we're okay. a little inside baseball talk here on Sorry WABC. Yes, okay. <laughs> Let's take some calls. Uh, people want to want to talk about this for a moment and talk about the Super Bowl. Jim in Woodland, uh, you're on WABC Talk Radio 77. How are you, Jim? Well, I couldn't be any better, Bo, and uh, the reason I couldn't be any better was your wonderful explanation of that, uh, what was called the Black National Anthem. Um, I'm one of those Republicans who was off-put by hearing, I'm like, I thought there was one National Anthem. So I didn't really even listen to it, my fault, my, to my shame. And uh, there, there was probably two dozen people at this Super Bowl party, and not one of them listened to it because they were put off by it being called the national anthem. Right. Now I have some work to do. <laughs> this song is so beautiful, and I don't mean to get all touchy about it. This song is this song is the American experience for black people. That, that want to identify and tell people that they love their nation and to praise God for bringing us through without bitterness and without anger, for bringing us through the history that we came through. And this is exactly what Dr. Martin Luther King was talking about when he said, because Dr. Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King was a patriot, folks. Dr. Martin Luther King called for all of us to be the best America, to live up to the ideals of America. And that final line in this song, those final two lines, well, again, asking that God keep us, don't let us stray from where we met him. Don't let our hearts get drunk with the wine of the world so that we forget God. Keep us shadowed beneath his hand so that we can forever stand true to God and true to our native land. It's so beautiful. This is our claim that we are Americans, that we love this nation, and that we honor that God has brought this nation where it is and brought us to as a part of it. It's just beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I remember, there's not many things, you know, you're young, you're in the choir in church, you sing this song, you sing that song. 
this one always was special for everyone. This was, it was, and, and I can't even explain it to you. It's like almost a supernatural when you have voices and voices singing it together. This prayer, this, this, because that's what it is. It's a poem. It's a prayer. It's a, it's an honoring of this nation and of its people and, and of its God. It's, it's just, to me, it's always been special and will always be special. So I appreciate that. Again, I'm not mad at anybody. Look, I get it. I get folks. I get that you have, people have been bombarded with this leftist stuff. This is not one of those leftist things. This is not one of those woke things. This was long before there was a Super Bowl. This was long before. This is when Democrats were still beating up black people for wanting to vote and killing black people for wanting to vote and wanting to take part in the American dream. This predates all of that, written by a black Republican who was so accomplished that it's totally amazing. Veteran NPR host Bob Edwards has passed away. I just want to say a quick word. Yeah, NPR, I know, the left, the liberals, wah, wah, wah. But as a fellow broadcaster, just let me say this. Uh, Morning Edition became a nationwide success because it earned it, and Bob Edwards was a profoundly good broadcaster. And we send condolences to his family. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin yesterday had to transfer powers. I know many of us look at him as probably one of the problems of the Biden administration. Nonetheless, glad that this, whatever this was, he is expected to resume his normal duties on Tuesday. Bladder issues after dealing with prostate cancer. I can tell you that bladder issues are not uncommon. Glad he is going to be back on his feet. Joe Biden has expressed growing frustrations behind closed doors. As a report today, you can find it in The Hill, has called Bibi Netanyahu an a-hole on three separate occasions. (laughs) Yeah, and I've said this about Joe Biden. He mouthed words in praise of Israel. But behind the scenes, what he thinks is something different regarding Israel. And Israel is said, Bibi Netanyahu said the other day, they're close. They're close to, to making sure that Hamas is not capable of ever doing this again. And so what do we get from Biden calling Benjamin Netanyahu all kinds of horrible names? He's an angry man. Very angry. Joe Biden was out last, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Dr. Joe Biden was out last night with his statement regarding the prosecutor in the case accusing him, wondering if he's trying to score points. I find that ironic. Mrs. Biden, your husband is not doing well. Why are you, why, why does it seem that nobody in the White House really wants to address or at least tell America the exact condition that Joe Biden is in. That's all. Just be honest. Be honest. 
There is a story today, you will find it in the Daily BS. I am not going to spend a lot of time with it here, but it is a troubling story. I wrote this story this morning. It is, there was an 11-year-old, a 10-year-old boy in Midland, Texas, coming home from school. He was hit by a car, hit-and-run driver. It turns out his assailant, the man that hit him, had been deported from America. He came back in. He was deported again. Once again, he came back to the United States. Found him. He was deported again. He came back into the United States. This man was once again deported. Once again, he came back into the United States. Deported again. Came back, and this time he killed a 10-year-old boy in a hit-and-run incident. Now he's being held in jail. This is what the open borders policy of the United States is costing Americans. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we're sending, or the, the, the Democrats are pleased to tell you that they want to send multiple tens of billions of dollars overseas so that other nations can protect their borders. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley here. Both Snurley's Rush Hour. We are coming back, ladies and gentlemen. Keep it right here. Is this Ringo? This is Ringo. Birthday. You know who this is, folks? You ever watch Bonanza? This is Lauren Green. Star of Bonanza. Days went by, he mended fast, and then from dawn till seven, he had a sun, number one record. That deadly gun. His and his heavenly birthdays today too. Door, no human being could match the This is Ringo, Lauren Green, on WABC Talk Radio seventy seven. Most of these rush hour one coming day back we shortly. Rode the mountain crest, and I went east, and he went west. I took to law and wore a star, while he spread terror near and far. With lead and blood, he gained such fame all through the west. They feared the name of Ringo. The rush hour is on the air. Attention, Ditto heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Emily birthday today also for Gene McDaniel, songwriter, wrote this one for Roberta Flack back in 1974. Won a Grammy for this beauty of a song. Both Sunday's Rush Hour here on WABC Talk Radio 77. Let's head back to the telephone, shall we? Ciro, you're calling from Manhattan. How are you? I'm doing well. Bowing yourself? Doing great, thank you. All right. So the song that you played, that you played is beautiful. Talked about liberty, freedom, everything, God. Um, and it's not that we don't like it. It's how 
the people who are playing it that we don't like. Because the NFL is woke. <laughs> even, even, listen, listen, listen. Even, even though it's been like three or four years since Kaepernick and all, they are still hitting us with we are a racist country. Now, that is. Not, mm-hmm, go ahead, Cheryl. I, I was going to say, we are not stupid individuals. You know, they're not playing that song for. Uh, the player from Houston, Stroud, their quarterback, they're not playing that song for him. He's a proud American, black individual, liberty and freedom. He loves God. They're not playing that song for him, representing him. They're representing it for Kaepernick and all the. Okay, let me let me just address that for a minute. I stopped watching football. Uh, in fact, this year is the first year I actually started back when they started that kneeling crap. Because I thought it was disrespectful. I thought it, people bowing down during our American national anthem was a disrespectful thing that was unforgivable, especially when many of these athletes would have no future unless they were in this country. With the, with the lack of education that some of them obviously have, the fact that they can become multi, multi-millionaires while barely able, some of them, not all of them, obviously, not even the majority, but some of them can barely get a paragraph out. Did you hear the guy that caught the winning touchdown? They got him off the mic so quick last night. They let him say a sentence or two. They were like, uh, okay, we got to go. Because (laughs) it was, and I'm not, he's not, I'm not saying he's dumb. It's just he wasn't as articulate as McHolmes and some of the others. Okay, you know. Like Harry Reid said, there's some that have to know how to speak the dialect. Anyway, uh, here's the deal, though. When you have people that are making so many statements without any understanding at all about what this song means, it's troublesome to me. Now, I don't mind that you don't want it in the Super Bowl. They fine with me. Fine. And I totally get that. I get it. And I'm not mad at you either. I understand your sentiment. I understand that you think you've been politicized, and you have been. But here's something else you may want to consider, and that's why is the NFL doing this? And this is something you really, really, really might want to think about. Why does the NFL do this? The NFL is keenly aware that things are changing, Zero. The NFL isn't just America. The NFL is actually a business that is interested in getting its tentacles all around the world. And now you have billions, with a B, billions of people watching the Super Bowl. Well, how, look, you can play to the American audience all you want. But I got news for you. When you leave the shores of America and you start putting your programming in other nations, you put your programming in African nations, you put your programming in Asian nations, you put your program in South American nations, you put your programming in Europe, you put your programming everywhere because you want people to see it. 
the things that people might find offensive in America are not going to be held offensive in other places of the world. Other places in the world, seeing black faces singing about their native land and God and stuff like that, there are people not looking at that like there's anything offensive about that. That's here in America because we get so caught up in this stuff. The NFL has long-term views. And so you 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 have, and I, I'm I'm not saying it to justify the politicization that went on, because I found it, like you, Ciro, abhorrent. But the NFL is not interested in American conservatives. They don't care. Y'all can sit on the sidelines and cart all you want to. I don't think they need to be digging out these old black songs playing that stuff in the What do people think they are coming up with their national anthem? And that stuff ain't playing like this around the world. People are not hostile to seeing black faces around the world. Because they got brown faces too. Okay, so they're not hostile. They don't look at it like that. And they're not they don't know the whole story of what it's happened in America, and they don't care either. They don't care. I mean, I'm looking at this. I'm looking. I'm looking at the Super Bowl last night, and I'm seeing ads for Tim Tim Temu, the shop like a billionaire ads. Man, that stuff, Temu. This is China. This is you, and you. This you cannot tell me that communist China, that the government doesn't own some piece of these companies that are advertising over here. So first, they get us to make the goods over there because they're cheaper. Then they get us to buy the goods from over there because they're cheaper. And now they're putting ads in the Super Bowl, come buy with Timu. We'll give it we give it to you super chief. You're not offended by that, but you're offended because somebody's singing song praising God and praising liberty and saying, I'm proud to be native. You're going to get mad about that. Meanwhile, you got the Chinese government and Chinese companies buying ads in your Super Bowl, and you don't care? (laughs) I'm telling you, there's a bigger picture at work here, a much bigger picture. So, hey, I want to be upset because they block people in their national anthem. All right, be upset. It's cool. Y'all be upset. Meanwhile, meanwhile, just go out and shop like a billionaire, okay? (laughs) Okay. Tom in New Jersey, you're up next on WABC. Bo, thank you for taking my call. It's an honor to talk to you. Um, I think uh, I have done what you said. I did think about it, and it's not about the NFL, and it's not about the song. It's about what's behind it, and we are angry about it because – much like that caller prior to me said, they're using this as a thumb in our eye. I read yep. an article this week, and I thought it was pretty ironic that this this issue, the, the Black National Anthem, Lift Every Voice, was the headline on Fox News this morning. And there's not really a more poignant issue right now for America. We are so divided. The divider-in-chief, Mr. Obama, in 2008, sought to divide us, divide and conquer. It's, it's Bill Ayers and, and Karl Marx and it's all of it. It's an active plan, and this is just part of it. The, the Democrats love to use blacks to divide us and tell us, 
you know, from welfare on to today with, the, with all these programs. And this is just another way to say, no, no, you guys, you need yours. And they're standing up. It's, it's Colin Kaepernick. It's another fist in the air. And they, they chose to use the venue that is still one thing that brings us all together as Americans, the, 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 the Super Bowl. It's right in the middle of it. And everybody has to sit there and watch it. And they love that power. It's not about. Well, see, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Everybody doesn't have to sit and watch it. I didn't even see the Black National Anthem. I tuned in the game. I'm, I'm like at 634 or something. I tuned it in. And I'm just like, okay. But, but, the, but the point is, I'm, look, I'm, why do you give people your joy? Why would you give people your joy? If you don't like a song or you don't like they're using the song, don't give them your joy. I don't see. This is what I had a friend of mine. And believe me, this guy is this this is a guy he's a white guy i'm a black guy and he called me a few days ago he's all upset because every time he turns on the commercial now it's all black people everything he actually said this to me i'm black i'm listening to this right and i'm saying man look all those years i grew up and we didn't see a black folks on 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 camera at all you weren't upset you didn't care why are you getting upset because because you got black people on tv so much Turn it off if you don't like it. Turn it off. Why are you going to let that steal your joy? Why are you going to get all upset behind stuff like that? These are so super. To me, the whole issue of race becomes so stupid at a certain point. It's stupid. We are one race. We are a human race with one creator. And all this business, because somebody has more melatonin than you or less melatonin than you or whatever, at a certain point, it's become stupid. Melanin, I'm sorry. Melatonin, I'm thinking about sleep, because I can't get any these days. I was about to say. <laughs> Melanin, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 yeah. I, seriously, I, this, I'm back on the Prozac with my ears. I can, not Prozac, the, um, the steroid. What is that name of that steroid? Pregnizone. Pregnizone. Yeah. There you go. Because of my ears. And I can't not sleep. This is, it's been driving me nuts. But again, I'm just going to ask you a question, folks. Why let people steal your joy? Don't let, don't let, don't let the NFL steal your joy. Don't let none of this stuff steal your joy. Live your life. Have a good life. Be positive. Be happy. Al Jarreau passed away on this day. Al Jarreau to me is one of the greatest singers of our generation. Died of respiratory failure, 76 years old. That 1981 album, Breaking Away, is just the beginning. He, his career is one that is a legend of American music and achievement. Al Jarreau, never forgotten here on WABC. Time for us to check in with Lou Dobbs. Coming back right after this. Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Al Green is at number one this day in 1972. Biggest smash for Al Green. Let's stay together. Remember, coming up in mere moments, and you're going to want to keep it here, John Katsimatidis and Rita are going to have on the answer. David Axelrod says, nope, Michelle isn't running. Cindy Adams says, yeah, he, she is. 
bring in the receipts. Keep it here. You're not going to want to miss it. Also, another birthday today. Omar Hakim, one of the world's most incredible drummers, everybody. From Sting, Madonna, Weather Report, Anita, Stevie, Josh Stone. He goes on and on. Dire Straits was at that big Foo Fighters gig, tribute to Taylor Hawkins. Omar has his own career. Happy birthday to my brother, my spiritual brother, Omar Hakim. This one is from the 1980s. Omar and I wrote this. This song got played in 37 different countries. So, yeah, happy birthday to my brother, Omar Hakim. Many, many more. Call Take My Heart on WABC. By the way, that's not only Omar doing the drums. He's playing guitar, doing all the vocals. And he's a Grammy-winning composer. Robert in Brooklyn, you are up first. What's on your mind this afternoon? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Uh, first of all, applause to those uh, two off-duty police officers who are working security in the church in Texas. They saved many lives. And when we talk about evil in the world, there's also a lot of good in the world. Uh, another point is, is you just talked about the Super Bowl, the um, amount of money, China, communist China, the ads in the Super Bowl. Without getting to specifics, the general point I think you're trying to get across is that we're becoming much more global, whether we like it or not, and it has its pluses and minuses. Obviously, as Americans, we want to retain our constitutional uh, you know, rights and inalienable rights, but we have to face the fact that we're part of the world. Yep, it's, and the world is changing around us rapidly. Robert, thank you. And as for that incident, and that was in Joel Olson's church down there, the Shooter has been identified as a transgender person who had free Palestine written on their weapon. A child was shot in that. Don't know whether the child is going to make it. We also don't know whether there's a manifesto that will be hidden. Let's quickly go to William in Westchester. William, you're up next. Got to make it quick. Hi. Simple solution, complex problem. Simply designate, lift every heart as an American uh, national uh, uh, patriotic song, say, along with uh, My Country, Tis of the America, and uh, everybody should sing it on all occasions when other songs are sung. Amen. Love you. Thank you. Great solution. It's an American patriotic song. So we leave you this afternoon wishing, my friends, and praying that God will bless you that God will protect you and your family and your loved ones. Love and gratitude for your being here and allowing me to be with you. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow.
The Boston Early's Rush Hour, the Tuesday edition. On WABC Talk Radio 77. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.